Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. This week, we're introducing a new series for our new season called The Somebody Sessions, where we bring on a somebody who is an expert or rising star in their field. That's right. And this week, our somebody is a former reality showstopper. She won Big Brother Over the Top, broke hearts on X on the Beach, found love on The Challenge. And now, when she's not laying it down on her podcast, Quarter Life Crisis, she's blissfully building a fitness training empire of her own. This week's somebody is my friend, Morgan Willette. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Bryce. We're the the nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Hey, guys. Everybody. Annie, how are you? Um, Well, I just ate pickles with a fork straight out of the jar, and I'm having a cup of coffee at 5.30 p.m. You're living your best life is what you're telling me. Yes. It's been a long day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were together yesterday. We're recording this on Monday, but we were together for the Browns game yesterday. And we both said that it was like the longest day of the entire world yesterday. (laughs) It was. Yesterday alone, we lived through three days. Yeah. It was yesterday was also the day before and today. Yes. (laughs) But then I also feel very similarly today. Yeah, it's weird. I got up so early to work out. I've also had acid reflux for the last 24 Ugh. hours, and it feels like it's making me kind of hoarse. Do you have any white? Claw, uh, do you have any like hard seltzers, white claws, or anything like yesterday? No, but I've been very strict with gluten-free, dairy-free. Okay. And so because of that, I've just been eating very clean. And after when we got home from the game yesterday, we ordered pizza, and it was mm-hmm. the pizza I ordered was gluten-free and dairy-free cheese nice nice so like i didn't cheat but i think because i haven't had anything like saucy like that it just kind of like threw everything off maybe yeah and some yeah sometimes well um why don't you go ahead and tell everyone what your peak in your valley was this week well my peak is the browns win yes so good they beat dallas um one Yes, they are three and one for the first time in 19 years. That's incredible. Incredible. Um, I actually have like more peaks. Oh. I don't even know well, if I have yeah, a valley. Don't sh- like share them. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I was able to get Botox today, which was far Shout overdue. Out to Botox. Shout out to Botox. Um, before, I, I guess this is not a peak or a valley. It's just kind of like a statement of where I feel like we are in 2020. So I told everyone on the podcast last week about how I had to kind of self-isolate because I was exposed to COVID. I got two negative COVID tests. We're in the clear. We're good to go. So the whole time I'm thinking, huh, I must just have the antibodies. You know what I mean? Like I just assumed like, oh, I must have come in contact with it. I must have gotten the immunity. Like we're good. So today in order to get Botox, the med spa that I went to is testing everyone before they come in. It's a three-minute rapid blood test. They just okay. like they just like prick your finger. Prick your finger, yeah. I've yeah. done it. It's not worth the money. Um, <laughs> well, this is required. I think it was like thirty bucks. Um, oh, mine was a hundred, and it was like months ago when they didn't know what they were doing. So, oh yeah, no, that's um, no, this is like thirty bucks, but it's required in order to come in for an appointment. So they pricked my finger, and the whole time I'm like, it's gonna come back negative. I know I don't have COVID. I feel great, but then I was also kind of like, but they're I'm gonna have the antibodies. And I was negative for both. Dang it. I, I hate know. that. I know. But I was also just more surprised. I honestly do not think that they have figured out the antibodies tests at all. So I really would, I would tell you, like, I don't think that it's accurate. I know it's negative. It was negative. So if it was positive, we might be saying a different story. But yeah. I do believe that they have not figured it out yet. I mean, I agree with you. I'm still taking precautions. Like I'm wearing masks and doing all that. I told you I was basically like strip searched at a medical center earlier. Yes, I know. You told me that. 
Um, so I'm still like, but that was interesting because they wouldn't, I came in masked up because I just think that's the responsible thing to do. Yeah. And they made me change my mask to something that they gave to me. Okay. Like, what is the point of that? Do they think that your mask has COVID? I mean, well, I think they're worried about people that aren't switching out their masks. No, or washing them. I've been washing my masks almost every week, which I which is, is so great. Hard. But I use the surgical masks, right? And but you throw them away, them. don't you? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I mean, I'm assuming that a lot of people don't. So they I probably don't. Why. They probably don't. They probably just leave them in their car, and then when they get it, go to the grocery store, they put it on, and then they leave it in their car again. It's like, yeah. I mean, okay. I'm not gonna lie. I have done that, but not like. Right, but you're switching it out a little bit more. I feel like. Yeah, I have a whole well, box of them in my car. Well, you're going to love my peak because yesterday, uh, last night, I thought of, I created a new word. I hate this so much already. <laughs> well, what is it? The word is sincerely. It's a combination of sincerely, sincerely and seriously. Like, you know, if you're trying to be very emphatic about something, you would say, you know, I can't believe you did that. And I would say, sincerely. Could I say, I sincerely hate our current president? <laughs> I think you could. I thought you were going to say, I sincerely hate that word, but. Um, I could do that because I do <laughs> hate it. <laughs> um, I... That's your peak? Yes. I mean, I'm, uh, I, I, you know, I pride myself. I'm a writer. I'm a wordsmith. I pride myself in, you know, making, making up new things. I mean, that's a big feat. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to rain on your parade because I'm in like a decent mood. Um, had you caught me on a different day, I would have torn that to shreds. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? No, no. And my, my valley is not, I mean, it's not that. I actually had a little bit of a hard time trying to figure out a valley because I, I've had a pretty good week. Um, but I just think that I really, I told, I texted you this earlier. I was like, I need to, I intermittent fast, which is what hopefully we're going to get to talk to Morgan a lot about because she's really into fitness and she has her own, she's like, like I said, building an empire of fitness. She has, she's a fit, personal trainer. She creates workouts for people. Um, but she obviously knows a lot about diet as well, but I intermittent fast. And so I just have been waiting so long to eat, like up to the point where I think you, you told me this the other day, you had, you like were, you waited so long to eat that it almost made you sick. Like you almost yeah. felt sick. And that's how I have been doing purpose, but just for the record. Well, and I really don't, I mean, I'm waiting for the time. Like I usually start eating at around one or two. Um, I, but I don't like, uh, you know, sometimes I'll get caught up with work or I'll be doing something or whatever. And I won't be able to like eat right then and there. And then, so then the, the time will go further. And I'm like, I, and I, I really do. I like almost double over in pain. I'm like, this is not good. Like I just. Do you see results with that? Yeah, I do. I mean, I do think that it helps curb, like, I mean, I think I'm finally figuring it out. It's taken me a while. I've been doing this for years. And so it's really, yeah. it, I'm finally kind of figuring out how to properly do intermittent fasting that works with my body. It just kind of curbs my appetite. I don't drink, I'm not drinking as much coffee anymore. I mean, Thank I'm God. still drinking a lot, but I'm not drinking like a million cups a day. You're that's not just drinking really like bad. 96 ounces? No. <laughs> I mean, you were, you were on, like, that sounds ridiculous, but you were having at least 40 ounces. At least. Are you still? How much are you I having? I my heart would explode. Well, okay, so my mom got me a, um, a, um, basically like a cold, cold brew kind of pitcher press and you pour like the coffee grounds into a, a cylinder and then you put the cylinder in and then you just let it sit in the fridge. I have one of those. You do? Do you like it? No. Why? I don't like the taste of the coffee. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I was just brewing my coffee. In, like, I brew it at, like, 9 p.m. And then I would put it in a cup and put it in the fridge and let it sit overnight. Yeah. And I was that, was, that, that was good, too. But this actually tastes so much better. So I don't know. 
if it's because of the filter or because it's like the grounds are actually in the water and it's filling it, but it actually, it, it does make the, make it taste better. But well, the it's less acidic I, when you do it that way. Oh, maybe. Because I should see. Because it's just actual cold brew versus iced coffee. Yeah. I should see how big the pitcher is because I'm definitely, I'm just drinking the, I am drinking like a pitcher, but it's not like that big. It's not like a. You drink an entire. <laughs> you drink. Yeah, I mean, it's not that pitcher. bad. Go I'm get sorry. it. I bet we have the same one. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to go find it right now. I think yeah, no, go get it. Go get it. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Well, you need to talk still. No, I'm just patiently waiting. I actually need to turn on another you light in here. Dead air. I can cut it out. Oh, I see. Okay, so oh, it's yours like, is it's, yours is like half the size of mine. Yeah, exactly. It's not that. It's not that. You know, it's not that bad. It's yeah. It's like it, it, it feels like a Trenta from from Starbucks. Um, it's from definitely Starbucks. bigger than a Trenta. You think so? Yeah, for sure. Um. Okay, but tell a story really quick because T put something in the oven that's beeping and he, I made him go outside. So let me get it out really fast. Okay, fine, 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 <laughs> Just fine. tell a story. Okay, I'll, hopefully, hopefully Morgan is going to join us soon anyway. Um, so you guys, so I, for our guests today, we decided to do these somebody sessions because it, we wanted to, you know, integrate more guests into our show. And we just, we, we are trying to find, you know, what we want to be experts on. We're clearly not experts on anything. That's our whole tagline. And we especially struggle with fitness and working out and we hate our bodies and body dysmorphia and all this stuff. Like we talk about constantly. So wait, I already what? have an objection. <laughs> okay. What? We do not hate working out or having a like we don't have issues with the working out part of it oh okay well no yeah I mean I'm sorry I didn't mean that I just meant we have like we do have some issues with like you know what we're eating and that we don't you we know we wake up and don't rippling body dysmorphia yeah that's true I am I am saying that I get but I really wanted to you know I've I've known Morgan for a few years now and I really you know I, I admire her for you know following you know, she's had to, what I really appreciate about her and hopefully we can talk to her about is that, you know, she has learned to pivot a lot of different times. You know, she's been on reality TV shows. She's now a trainer. She's, you know, but she's really, she's really like navigated the business really well. She wanted to be a host for a while. We did, that's how I started. That's how I got to know her, which is through um, After Buzz TV when we were hosting a show, an after show there. And it was like, so it was, it's cool to see somebody that's been able to like maneuver that way. But that's sort of like what I think is really important to us because we do have, you know, I just, from someone who is like, this is their profession and this is what they're passionate about and they're an expert in. This is something that I really want to like speak with her about, you know, I think that that's what's interesting. I need to put this away now. Now we're just like leaving and coming back into this podcast. I, don't I know, but... Hi. Hello. How are you? Bryce is going to be so upset. He just walked away to put his coffee back in the fridge. Morgan. Bryce, how dare you? I know, right? You guys, this is so weird. You guys, please welcome, please welcome my friend Morgan Millette. Morgan, we already, woo, we already sort of introduced you. First of all, this is Annie. Annie, Morgan. This is so weird. I mean, this is like the definition of 2020, meeting someone over a screen, isn't it? It's so true. whatever i'm giving up on face-to-face interactions at this <laughs> in my life well how have you been how have you been doing during the corn during the pandemic i mean i've randomly been good and you know what i feel awful telling everyone like i'm actually kind of thriving during <laughs> like covid19 and the pandemic just because like there's such a, a demand for fitness and what i'm doing and i launched yeah. a business so it's actually been kind of helpful I've been very busy. I've been sweating a lot. I've been doing a lot of live workouts. I literally just ran from the other room and came and sat down in this chair. I'm kind of sweaty. I just taught a workout. So, and now here I am. So like, life is good. Well, we, we are just, we were just saying how, you know, you are somebody that like we met, you know, first of all, I mean, Annie, I don't want you to get jealous, but Morgan was my first podcast partner she was my first you know we had a podcast together so I don't want you to be intimidated I can promise you that's something I'm not jealous of (laughs) (laughs) and I mostly just feel bad for you Morgan you know Annie we we had we had a lot of fun 
times. I got I got to see Bryce at his best and his worst. Bryce, do you still um, write out little notes with your podcast oh, yeah. and you cross them off when you're Oh, done? yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now it's a little bit better because I can, like, see it on a screen. But before we were doing this, Annie wouldn't allow me to, like, she didn't want me to do any sort of prep at all. So we'd have to be, which really drove me absolutely insane, as you could probably tell. Because yeah, you're like I the king just, of prepping. Well, no, we settled, on, we settled on he can prep everything he wants as long as he doesn't tell me anything about it. <laughs> Fully support that. Like, yeah. I just show up. <laughs> I wish I could be more like you, honestly, because I I think I, between the two of you, I'm a little bit more Bryce than Annie, but I strive to be Annie versus Bryce. Yes, Bryce. agreed. I think everybody does. I was going to say, that, like a, that sounds like it's probably pretty typical. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, that's what how it worked with us, because we were both sort of, we hosted a Big Brother after show for AfterBuzz TV, not to dwell on this, but basically we just wanted to, you know, that was, we really were both just as insane as, you know, I mean, you were less insane, let's be honest. But like Morgan was already getting, I was la- I was laughing to myself because I was sending Morgan like these incessant texts, like, here's what we're going to talk about. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what it is. I'm like, she's getting the wrath of producer Bryce right now. Like, well, speaking of podcasts, I, we want to congratulate you on one year and 50, well, 51 episodes today, because we're recording this on Monday, 50 episodes of the Quarter Life Crisis podcast. Thank you. Oh my God. It's, I'm like, how has it been a year? I feel like we literally just came up with the idea. And fun fact, we came up with the idea, Caitlin and I were pre-gaming to go to the bungalow in Santa Monica. <laughs> we're a little, a little tipsy on Rosé. My worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I hate it now. I won't go back to the bungalow, but at the time I loved it. And we were just. Uh oh, hold on. We should start a podcast. And I was like, <laughs> we should call it Quarter Life Crisis. And then from there, it became what it is. So, really? It so it was that, it was that quick. Cause we yep. started, I mean, Annie and I started this podcast around the same time that you, that you guys started yours. Like what, what, you know, what did you guys in that initial meeting? I know you hosted with Caitlin Herman and Amanda Perrin. Am I saying her name right? Perrin, Perrin. I like okay. Perrin a little bit more. Okay, Perrin. Yeah, like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't ever do that again. Oh, Bryce. Oh, Bryce. I've missed you so well, much. Well, okay. But so how did you guys, like when you had that initial meeting, like what made you, what did you guys decide you were going to talk about? Did you have a plan yet? Or were you just kind of like, let's do this? So initially it was Caitlin and I, obviously, um, I don't know if people listening know this, but Caitlin and I were on Big Brother. So we were friends. We were both 25 at the time. So we're like, let's just talk about the shit that happens in our life. Like everyone is going through some sort of quarter life crisis. And then she was like, well, I have a friend, Amanda, who we call quarter life adjacent. She's like 33. <laughs> so like no, quarter life adjacent. Oh. She's a mom. She's wonderful. She actually has a husband who is a uh, music producer so we were like, let's do it with Amanda. She's a dietitian. She kind of fits into our health and wellness thing. And then her husband can edit our episode. So it really just turned out to be the best situation possible. And Caitlin's a, what? I don't even know. She's going to kill me. for a psychic? She's a, she's, a, <laughs> she's a psychic of sort. She's a meditation expert, a life coach. So she does spiritual aspects. I'm the fitness guru. And then Amanda is a dietitian. So when all of us come together, that's kind of how you get the QLC girls. I love that. Well, so Annie and I listened to your latest, well, not your latest podcast, but the, your 50th episode, which was awesome. It was about sex. Oh, and, love that. And, you know, but it was really, I mean, for me, it was really eye-opening because of the fact that like, I mean, first of all, you know, you mentioned how you came from like more of a, a Christian background, like your parents are, are Christian. And, you know, we have, we came from that as well. We're both, we were both raised Catholic and, um, I was just curious as to like, if you told your parents about that or not. Uh-oh. I know she's been frozen for a little bit. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, we might have some technical difficulties. Hang on. Yeah. Let's see if we can, let's see if she can come back in or, um, hang on, let me. Shoot her a text. I'm going to explain kind of how, what my reaction was to that conversation. Yes, please do. Um, because I know she had mentioned, because they kind of, they were talking about how, like, what the, quote, sex talk was like with their parents. And because she came from a very conservative background, she said that her her mom and parents just, like, never talked to her about it. 
Um, and I related very heavily to that because it was just kind of a, like a don't talk about it thing in our house. Um, I mean, I'm 31 and I still have never had like a sex talk with either of my parents. <laughs> Thank God, quite honestly. Thank right. God. No, um, but I feel this, I felt the same way. So yeah. keep going on. Keep going. No, 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 go ahead. But I mean, I just was saying like, I can relate to that just because we aren't super religious or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it was just kind of like a, let's not talk about it. Cause we all feel weird about it. Right. And I think for the most part, you'd feel that like everybody kind of feels that way at a certain point. Everyone feels like, oh, we don't want to, I mean, you don't want to talk to your parents about that. I do remember um, my, uh, I do remember my dad, we had had like that, he's going to love this. We had this, we had like the the conversation at school or whatever. They sort of told us about the birds and the bees and um, like, and Morgan like puberty and on. stuff. Oh, there she is. Oh, ah, there you are. Oh, hi. Ah. oh my God. I'm truly the sorriest about no, that. No, no, no. We were actually just talking about your uh, that your sex episode and kind of how we both really related to what you said about being, Annie, why don't you go ahead and kind of reiterate what you just said? No, I was just saying when you mentioned that like because you came from like a Christian household, that, that it was just never really talked about. Like you never received like a sex talk. Never. No. And Bryce and I were both raised Catholic and had a very similar experience. Like I'm 31 and I still have never had a sex talk with either of my parents. (laughs) No, same. Yeah. And it's just like better. I think it's just better that way. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I learned in whatever way I needed to. I didn't get pregnant. Here I am. All is well. Like I I don't need my mom to talk to me about penises. That freaks me out. (laughs) 100%. I was telling, I was just telling Annie that, you know, my dad, when, after we had like the birds and the bees talk at school, my dad kind of, you know, sat me down. He, we, but we didn't get any, we didn't get far at all. He was just like, do you have any questions or whatever? And I was like, no, I do not. Absolutely not. Like, and then that was the end of the conversation, but it is, it is funny because I definitely feel like there was you know, we haven't talked, we actually haven't really talked about sex on this podcast either. It's like, it's funny because I feel like with me, I, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just odd. It's like, what do you say to your parents unless you're getting married? I mean, then it's like, oh, then they understand. Like my sister's married and has two kids and they're like, oh, well, we get it now. Like, I mean, they make like <laughs> jokes about it. You're like, oh, stop. Like you didn't care before. Yeah, so, no bueno. Yeah, we well, really uh, haven't talked about sex on this podcast. Which is guys, surprising you should you should do a sex episode. It's thrilling. I thought I thought you I thought you guys tackled it pretty well, but is there anything that you haven't tackled like on the podcast that you want to? Oh. Uh, no, we pretty much it's funny like we are are now at the point where we're googling um topics to talk about there's actually a podcast topic generator on google if you you ever want to give it give it a whirl but no i don't think there's anything that we've talked about i'm on this like kind of kick where i want to start booking guests that are a little more off the wall because we've gone through i feel like the normal reality tv guests obviously that's our shtick we were on reality tv okay it's normal to get guests who are on shows but like i don't know if you listened to our most recent episode which was a while ago couple weeks we got um kevin hines who is someone who actually jumped off the golden gate bridge and survived oh my god yeah so i that's where i am at i'm just like i'm at the point where i want to start getting people with like crazy stories who can come on who maybe don't have any relevance to a quarter life crisis but are just very interesting people so that's that's where i'm at i don't know if caitlin and amanda agree with me just yet Well, yeah. just so you know, every we made we like told everyone your backstory. Just you weren't here when we told it, so oh. everybody knows who you are. <laughs> everybody knows who you are and where you've been. Like you were on reality shows, and and you know we like now you. But now you've really gotten into. You started this podcast, and um, and you're doing a, a fitness. You're you're building a fitness empire. But before we get to that, I do want to ask: like, is there um, is there an episode that you're really really proud of, or you feel like do you, do you, is there an episode of the podcast that you always ask people to to go listen to um I think the first episode that Johnny was on is probably my favorite just because I was so nervous for the longest time to ask him to come on the podcast I don't know why like it's a very (laughs) normal thing to be like hey come on my podcast yeah um but I just was like yeah that's kind of weird like it's my thing I don't want him to force him but then when he did come on it was just really fun because it was like our first time to like do the podcast together so that's always the episode I think about 
Um, just because it was kind of a chance for people to get to know him, not on reality TV and get to know him as I know him. Um, So that's the one I always think about. The one we just put out with Mystic Michaela, who is this woman who reads celebrity auras, was absolutely fascinating because she basically called me a fraud. Not like kind of fraud. (laughs) So basically, I am a purple, but I mask my purple with blue because I don't want people to like see who I really am. So that was kind of eye-opening. I was like, Hmm. awesome. So I'm a fake person. Cool. So, But it was very interesting to learn kind of what your aura is. Bryce, I would be very intrigued to know what aura you are. I think you're like a yellow. (laughs) I don't know why. Oh, I want to know what Bryce is also. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll get Mr. Michaela to come on. (laughs) No, I know. And what, well, is she the one that does, like, not to derail, but is she the one that does the, the show with Caitlin? with the, the big brother no or, that's okay, another okay. psychic of sorts i don't know why caitlin has so many psychic friends i don't ask well, questions she is a psychic i guess i well, noticed we that want you have... to have we want to have a psychic yes. on very badly so, so if you can uh, recommend anybody let yeah. us know but we noticed um, that you have a banana you have the bananas uh behind yeah. you the banana frame that's cool well because you you so you're date you're dating johnny bananas from you guys met on the challenge correct but you as you mentioned but you don't refer to him as johnny bananas ew i would rather throw up on myself than call my boyfriend bananas um <laughs> so no i do not refer Good answer. To, him <laughs> to as that i call him johnny and it will always be johnny so, yeah, well, that's, I mean, that, that's really nice. I was going to ask, like, why haven't you, like, are, do you guys have any projects together? I think you guys should do a podcast together. Oh, my God. I think we would end up murdering each other. <laughs> so here's basically why we don't do projects together, because we currently are um, working with the same social media manager. So when I do deals and I post, like, hashtag ad, he also does deals and posts, like, hashtag ad. Um, but the woman who does our ads has to go to me to get Johnny to do everything because he doesn't respond to his emails. So instead I have to then submit his content, tell him when to post, like film him. And I'm like a stage mom behind the camera being like, swipe up. Okay. Now 30% off. Like, so it's, (laughs) we've learned a lot with that. Um, I don't think a podcast is in our future, but we did talk about, we think it would be hysterical for us to have, some sort of home building show like on HGTV where he builds the home because he's kind of handy and crafty. And then I decorate it because I, yeah, I just like girly sparkly things. So I don't know, maybe HGTV will listen to your podcast and possibly pick up that show idea. Maybe Annie, Annie has a very, Morgan, Annie has a long-term boyfriend too. Annie, do you, do you and T think that you guys could like do something together like that? Could you guys, would you want to do something like that with him? Um, (laughs) uh probably not we very similarly we just we're so different and we operate so differently that I feel like it would probably lead to more issues um and I if I can avoid you have so many issues (laughs) yeah like it's just you just I just don't think necessarily that like you should work together some people can do it I agree but I think that then it's never, you don't have like a safe space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it just like, I think if you keep it separate, like if we work together, we would come home and we would keep working. And like, we may do something together in the future, but I don't want it to ever be like the main thing. Mm, that's interesting. That's very interesting. That's yeah. um, just, I mean, it's just interesting coming from someone who's singler than ever so it's just interesting <laughs> to see like what what you guys think in serious relationships but Morgan I wonder so we we really want to dive into move move like Morgan because we yes. know that you're you're how did that how did that get started that is your fit that's your fitness account mm-hmm. and you have it you have a website you have you know you're you're meeting with clients right so how did you how did you decide to do this oh man um it all kind of started when I finally accepted and realized that I did not want to do reality TV anymore. I realized, you know, because a lot of people, they're always thirsting for the next show. It's like, what can I be on? What am I doing wrong? Why is no one paying attention to me? Like, I need to be this reality TV character for people to pay attention to me. And when I finally sat back and was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to be who I am. I want to work for myself. I don't want to be chasing this spotlight all the time. Um, So it was kind of when I let go of that, Um, I started to realize how passionate I was about fitness. And I've always posted on my Instagram, just workouts. They gained a lot of traction. I get messages all the time from people saying, 
they've done my workouts, they've lost all this weight, they've changed their life. Like I helped them become passionate about fitness again. So I was like, wait a second, I need to stop posting these for free. I'm not making any money off of this. So I started thinking and I was like, okay, I want to do something for the, the people who don't have the time to go to gyms. They don't have access to it. They need accountability. So I came up with Move Like Morgan, which is an at-home training program. You have an app, you have all your workouts, you have a nutrition guide, and you have me. And it's a 60-day challenge right now. I'm hoping to eventually expand, but right now it's 60 days, and it's just a way to kickstart your life and become healthier. So I just ended my last challenge, and I'm starting up a new challenge next week. So super excited about it. Yeah, Bryce, come on, join the challenge. I know. I should have well, you. Like, seriously, we we talk. I mean, this is such a, a, an ongoing theme on our podcast, Annie. You know, we just, this is what we talk about constantly and, and about working out and, you know, just trying to stay healthy and be motivated and like eat right. And we always like fall off wagons. I mean, I do more than Annie, but we fall off wagons and stuff. But I wanted to ask you, how do you, like, a lot of people hate working out. Like, how do you get people motivated? Like, what do you tell people mo- to, to get them motivated to, to do something? Oh, man. I mean, it's different for everyone. For me, um, specifically, I get motivated because I'm a very high-stress, high-strung, high-anxiety person. So I found working out really releases that, and it, it helps calm me down. I can focus. I'm a much more pleasant individual once I work out, I discovered. So that motivates me, but for my clients, especially it's, it's just accountability. It's having a group session. We have a group chat where everyone talks about what they did that day, um, what food they ate, stuff like that. So I found when you see other people doing it, you want to do it as well. So my, my main tip for everyone is having an accountability buddy, whether it's having a coach, having a friend, just someone you can work out with. You're always going to be more motivated if someone's doing it with you. Yeah. Does that sound familiar, Annie? Yeah, but I was as she was saying that, I was thinking like I don't think that you and I can be each other's anymore because it's almost more toxic because <laughs> neither of us have a healthy relationship with food. And so then when one of us, even if one of us is on the wagon as we refer it to it as, the other one is spiraling out of control and basically pulls the other down with them. <laughs> And like at least three times a week, we're like completely fucking off the rails. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's a healthy balance. Oh, well, healthy is a stretch. <laughs> well, I mean, we just have like, what is, what is your biggest, like we said with diet, like what is your biggest hardship with food? I mean, do you have a good relationship with it? Because clearly we don't. So uh, I mean, I do and I don't. I, I'm not someone who believes like you should be eating ground turkey and vegetables for every meal and you're going to lose weight. And that. I'm like, no, that's, that's bullshit. That's it's how what, Bryce like, eats. Mm-hmm. Bryce. It's and then he'll, really and then he'll binge 42 Dove chocolates standing over his trash can. <laughs> all right. So that's what I was about to say. Wow. <laughs> out of all things to binge Bryce Dove chocolate, really? No. Why not? Okay. They're little mini one. They're individual. <laughs> they're dark chocolate. I feel like I'm not going to eat that many. And then I end up eating like in a sitting so it's just really not that great I'm and i have so much skin in my trash i'm like, grossed out at the thought of 40 <laughs> chocolates being consumed by someone but i'm not <laughs> judging this is a judgment-free zone bryce it's fine um as for my relationship oh my never eaten 42 chocolates my biggest struggle is wine um okay. i just i can't give it up i'm not going to give it up Um, I think that's why I work out as hard as I do because I want to enjoy myself and I want to have a fun life. That's why everyone's like, do a fitness competition show. And I'm like, no, that sounds miserable. Would never. Um, I like a glass of wine with dinner, um, especially dating an Italian who, when I say drinks wine with everything, there's not a night of the week. There's not a bottle of wine open. So that's, that's my struggle with fitness, I guess, or dieting or whatever. Well, that's a good motivation. I mean, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's, you know, I, I mean, we've done, it feels like collectively between Annie and I, we've done almost every like bad diet on the market or like, I mean, Annie, why don't you, what, you just started a new diet basically not too long ago, right? Well, yes, I am currently, I've been gluten-free for- okay like since 2016 or 17. And that is because I have like a diagnosed gluten allergy. Um, I'm not celiac or anything like that, but just like the non-celiac gluten sensitivity. Um, And then at the start of September, my doctor also told me to go dairy-free. 
So now I'm gluten free oh. and dairy free, so I can't enjoy anything. Um, but yeah, that I'm has, like cheese. Oh my god, I love cheese. I know, but mine. We're trying to figure out like if I have a thyroid issue masked by an estrogen. Like it's all like hormone based. Um, I'm not trying to get pregnant for anyone that's going to ask that because we, I've been with my boyfriend for nine years. So the fact that, yeah. So everyone's like, when are you going to have babies? When are you going to have babies? So it's my hormone stuff has nothing to do with children. Um, but so that's why I'm being very strict right now. We're just kind of trying to get to the bottom of whatever's going on. Um, but yeah, it's a struggle because I'm a big cheese fan. I'm a big bread fan. And gluten-free bread is so dry and disgusting that it's not even worth it. So I don't know. It's just... But yeah, I've tried every diet under the sun. Have you tried keto? I'm always curious about the people who do keto. Um, yes, but I did not do it well. Um, <laughs> I actually just... One of my sister's friends has lost 50 pounds on keto, like since the start of quarantine. Um, and she is incredibly strict. And so once I've kind of figured out all the stuff with my doctor, I may try it and kind of with her help. Um, I don't think it's realistic though, to do it long-term. Right. That's what I was going to say, because I just don't think eating, like some people I know who do keto, keto, eat like a stick of butter. And I'm like, man, that bulletproof coffee stuff. Yeah. You should be eating that much butter in a day, but I mean, I'm right. not a dietitian over here. Well, what I is just, the difference between keto? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, what I was going to say is I'm just, it is so confusing to me and it would be interesting to talk to um, your podcast partner. I can't think of her oh, name. Oh, Amanda. Yeah. Amanda. It would be interesting to talk to her about this because I don't understand, like science is science and I don't understand how there can be vastly different viewpoints. Like- mm-hmm. There's a guy, Dr. Stephen Gundry, I think is his name. That oh, yeah. he's, he's like Kardashian, right? That guy who didn't. No, hurt. no, 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 not that guy. Oh. Um, no, this is a different guy who's actually from Omaha, but he oh. has kind of gained traction. He says the only purpose of food is to get oil, olive oil into your mouth, and that olive oil is like the best thing you can consume. Um, he thinks that legumes and nightshades are basically like poisoning your cells from the inside. Like he's just very extreme. And then you get other people on the opposite end of the spectrum that are like, eat everything in moderation. Like, and you just get everything in between. And I'm like, okay, but if science is science, like how is this possible? (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Well, yeah, Yeah, like like, Morgan, I mean, is there something that's like, I mean, you know, obviously it's always say abs are made in the kitchen. I mean, what is, you know, what are, I mean, is that true? Or like what, if you, if you are going to look your best, you know, do you have to be cognizant of like not only working out, but I mean, what do you say to that? Well, I mean, if I'm being honest, I think genetics play a huge part in a lot. Um, I look at myself and I've had abs since I came out of the womb. I just have like, I, it's just genetic. Rub it in. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. But like, no, I'm just always muscular. I'm always going to be muscular. So it's just, I'm built to where when I work out and I eat right, the abs are there. Some people though, they could eat super well diet and like, they're just not as prominent. So I think one, it just depends on genetics Two, though. It is a lot of diet. Like you could eat shit and eat McDonald's every single day and have the hardest workout, but they're just going to balance each other out. So it's like, yeah. you're, you're just, why are you doing that to yourself? You're working out for no reason. So I do think, I always say you should follow an 80-20 diet. So 80% of the time, eat healthy. 20% of the time, enjoy yourself and then work out. Um, And then I think that's like the money-making ticket right there. But that's just me. Yeah. Do you think, because, I mean, I I do think that because of your background, I mean, like you, you, like both, actually both of you, I mean, I did too, I guess. But we, you know, we played, we were athletic. Like you were, Morgan, you were a collegiate cheerleader, like, do you think that having that base, that foundation of like, Annie, you ran track. I mean, having those, having the, that base helps you regardless of your genes or is the, did, did genes still play a factor? Cause I feel like I didn't have, I'm like finally in my third, like I'm in my thirties and I'm kind of really figuring out exactly like what my body, um, why can't I think of why can't I speak or say the word, but it's like what my body adapts to and what it, it's like, 
I can't speak. But basically, like I'm figuring <laughs> Bryce, out. Are you drunk? I, you're not I'm drinking water. <laughs> Is that vodka? Water. <laughs> it's straight vodka, actually. It's tequila. No, but I I'm just curious as to like if you had that foundation, like at a young age, you know, being athletic and like doing sports, like does that play a factor? Or maybe you didn't even. I mean, uh, I don't know. I just thought that it was just a thought. I've always. I've always had because it seems like people who do have that strong like background of being athletic usually do seem to ed- like keep their abs and keep their figure and stuff but well I just think if you grow up playing sports you're already used to working out so it's a lot easier to transition into your adult life and continue that versus someone who did not do sports and isn't used to working out and then all of a sudden it's like shit I have to go to the gym like what am I doing so I think just like having an athletic background just sets you up more for success just because you kind of know more what you're doing for me at least like I didn't really know a lot about weightlifting but because I was in cheer and I had a trainer in college like and they taught me all that that was kind of like the building blocks for where I am now if that makes sense yeah you know what's interesting is I actually think it's the opposite really Um, yeah because and I'll explain but I also think it's hilarious Bryce that you said I ran track because (laughs) I despise running. I was on the track team as a jumper and volleyball and basketball were definitely my sports, not track. Um, okay. Well, I always, <laughs> I always remember because Morgan, our moms are really good friends. Okay. I, I, I told you this, but I think like our moms are really good friends. And I always remember my mom being like, oh, well you, Annie ran track and like you guys play. No, Emily. No, no, no. Emily, Emily was like a state champion in multiple events. And I was just there Your to like sister, hang out with her. Yeah. My sister. <laughs> Um, no, but the reason I think the opposite is because granted I was not in collegiate sports other than like intramurals. Um, but I think because I grew up playing sports and I was always put through workouts by coaches at practice and things like that, that when all of a sudden I got to college and I didn't have someone telling me what to do, it just kind of like tapered off. And with that being said, I do think that muscle memory is there. So I do think when you've been an athlete. That's what I was trying to say. That's what I was trying to say. Oh my God. I do think there's muscle memory. So like even if you take, I mean, and it's all situational. Like I went through a year and a half where I was working 80 hours a week on the road constantly. Well, no, it was actually more like three years doing that. But I think for me, I just didn't have the time. Mm -hmm. And so, and it wasn't a priority because I was just, all I did was work. And then when I jumped back into working out, the muscle memory is there. So you can like get back into it more quickly, but it took me a long time to learn what to do on my own. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's a good, that's actually interesting that I could, that I wanted to ask you, Morgan is like, you know, for people that don't have time to work out, like what do you, what do you suggest that they, like, if they are on the road, they are working 80 hours. Like what is, what is something that you can do quickly? Cause sometimes even like I, I don't want to, sometimes I wake up and I like, I don't want to work out. I want to do something, but I don't have Mm -hmm. the time or I have to go to work. I have a really busy day. What do you tell people that don't have a lot of time? Yeah. So it's actually funny you say that because that's what my program is catered towards is. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, everything is at home. Um, it's for the people who don't have time to go to a gym. They're all moms. Literally. I think every single person in my last challenge was the mom. Um, so they're busy with work and kids and juggling all that. So all my workouts are at home and they're about like 30 to 45 minutes. It's like, okay, no mom is going to work out for two hours. Like you're stupid. If you're going to tell a mom to work out for two hours, like they're taking care of their kids they're cooking dinner. They're not going to do it. Um, so if you are short on time, I always suggest hit workouts. That's high intensity interval training. Wow. That's the tongue twister Yeah, because that's just like a really quick way to get your heart rate up. So you're going to burn calories faster and then you're also going to boost your metabolism and then burn calories throughout the rest of the day. So you could do a 20 minute hit workout, burn 200 calories, carry on and like go on and still make progress with your fitness without spending two hours in a gym. So there's definitely ways to do it. You just have to carve out a little bit of time, like 30 minutes a day, which is like, it is annoying though. Cause if you go through a long work day, the last thing you want to do when you get home is even work out for 30 minutes. So that's where coaching and accountability kind of comes in. Right. Right. No, I think that God, I mean, it's sometimes it's really hard. Like it's really hard to get motivated. That's why I, that was my initial question. Cause it, 
it's just like such a, it's such, it's so exasperating sometimes when you're like having to work out and you have to eat right. And I was telling as before you got on here, Morgan, I was saying how like I intermittent fast, but I, a problem that I'm having recently is like, I'll end up getting, getting into working like actual work. And then I'll forget to eat and I'll get to a point where I'm like literally about to like keel over because I'm so hungry. Like, do you have anything that's like that you, like, I know you said wine, but like, do you have any guilty food pleasures? Like, is there oh, anything Oh, Bryce. <laughs> Okay. One, I have the biggest sweet tooth on the planet earth. I don't end a meal unless I eat something sweet. Like, I'm sorry. I don't believe in not having dessert. <laughs> I, I have to. I feel and you on that. I have to. And yeah. my boyfriend makes fun of me because he can eat a dinner and like sip his wine and be fine. I, he hears me every single time, walk to the refrigerator, open the door, get a pint of ice cream, and then <laughs> I will come join him back on the couch. Like, ice I don't know. Cream? Ice cream is like my vice. I mean, I eat the healthy ice cream, so it's like kind of the bullshit kind, not as good as the halo. The halo top. Okay, no halo top. I you love. You used to love halo top. I used to love it. Now I think it is absolute trash, and it's just full of chemicals. Okay, yes. So that too, essentially. But Bryce loves shit that's full of chemicals. Yeah. I do. I Price, love, I love the protein. I love the protein bars. Like I love the no cow bars and the quest bars and all. Okay. See, everything. I don't like quest bars, but I'm now like think thin bars are my shit. I eat literally one I a day. I just had one of those recently. The peanut butter ones are great. They which are. I feel like they're maybe kind of healthy. They're gluten-free. So I'm like, all right, sure. And then if you haven't had perfect bars, they're kind of high in fat because they have so a lot of good. nuts in them, but they are so delicious. They're, it's cookie dough. Yeah, it, it literally is cookie dough. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know if this is necessarily healthy. I know it's high-ish in, in protein. So I'm like, I'm okay. I can eat it. But they're addicting. So that's that's currently what I've been. Wow. Okay, well, Morgan, now we want to move on. Now I want to okay. move on to what we call the mom question. So okay. Annie and I love our moms a lot. And for, for these somebody sessions, we thought it would be fun to have one or both of our moms submit a question to ask our guests. So today's okay. mom question comes from my mom, Jane. Jane is a huge fan of yours, Morgan. She like follows you on Instagram. <laughs> she like always talks. So I was like, oh my gosh, I saw that Morgan was doing this. It's so, she's so awesome. What a, oh my God, I love um, Jane. But you and her actually have something in common, which we mentioned already, is that you were both college cheerleaders. And so her question is two part. She was a cheerleader in Nebraska, but she said, did you ever consider pursuing cheerleading professionally? Why or why not? And then if not, or well, if not, then what was your first job out of college? Oh, okay. So, no, I never considered cheering professionally because I'm going to upset some people by saying this, but NFL cheerleading is not cheerleading. It's dancing. Um, so I was the cheerleader, so I did the tumbling and the flips and, like, kind of the more athletic stuff, whereas there was the dance team, and they, they were always the cutest, and they got to wear the fun chaps, whatever. And they just kind of dance. like gymnastics. <laughs> right. So I was like tumbling and sweating and all that. And then, I, I mean, I always wanted to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. I was just obsessed with them being from Texas. But I don't have the dance background. And I know that you have to be really trained for that. So I was like, I'm never going to do that. Plus, they make zero money. Um, so no, never, <laughs> never thought about doing it professionally. Zero money. <laughs> My first job out of college, it lasted two weeks. And it was the only time I've ever worked a nine-to-five or a corporate job. I worked as a PR assistant for a firm in Austin. It was called Giant Noise. I'm never welcome back there ever. <laughs> I'm like shunned. I'm sure my picture's hanging up in the wall like this girl sucks. I was hired. They went through all the training, like slaved away, got me all set up, had me on all these accounts. And then I think like two and a half weeks into the job, I walked into my boss's office and I was like, yeah, I'm quitting. Um, Cause I got the call for big brother and she was like, oh, why? Great. And I was like, I can't tell you. It's a secret. <laughs> they were like, okay. <laughs> They're like, are you giving us two weeks notice? I was like, no, I have to leave tomorrow. <laughs> so not welcome okay. back there. All right. Well, we only have, we only have four, four and a half minutes left, but we really okay. want to get to it. We want to end our somebody session with you. Okay. We'd like to ask everyone the same three questions. We're just starting this since you are our Official, our first official somebody, you get to set the bar with these. So okay. first of all, the first question is, what is your favorite hard seltzer? Oh my God. You're, you guys are going to judge me. I can't drink hard seltzer. I freaking hate them. I got so sick on White Claws. I tried to climb on top of Johnny's roof. It was really 
bad. And now just the thought of them make me incredibly ill. So I'm like team no hard seltzer. I haven't drank one since. <laughs> oh, well, that's All right, Annie, do you have the next question? You want to answer this? That's because hard seltzers for you are like methamphetamine, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. I do have the next one, but hold on. I got to scroll through Here. your whole freaking plan. Um, <laughs> what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Ooh, okay. I was actually thinking about this. And when it came from my mother, good old Kim Willette, and I'm someone who I'm such a perfectionist and I'm a control freak and it's gotten me in a lot of trouble and given me a lot of headaches. So the best advice she gave me was you can't control other people's actions. You can only control your reaction to their action which has really helped me out a lot because I'm someone who I like to be hands-on with everyone in my life. And it's like, I can't, I, you can't control anyone. You can only control um, how you react to what they do. So thank you, Kim Willette. Oh, that's great. I love that. Wise woman. Okay. Annie, you want to bring it home? Yes. I wish you would have given me a heads up. Um, <laughs> even though these questions were my idea. Um, yeah, they were your what, idea. <laughs> what do you think that you are an expert of? Okay. I'm not going to say fitness because that's what everyone would say. <laughs> um, oh my God. You know what I'm an expert at? Pink, okay. the color pink, maybe? The color pink. Love pink. Um, no, I'm an expert, like, little, like, shimmier. It's shimmy and fake laugher. If you look at all my workout videos, I always, like, <laughs> like do, like, a nice, like, fake laugh. And now people start trolling me, and they're like, cool fake laugh. Like, you're so annoying. And I'm like, anyways, guys, you need I'm just to enjoying do, my workout. You need to do, like, a, an Instagram Reels tutorial on that. I, I yes, you really do, Morgan. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, just own the trolls and just do it yourself. <laughs> I um, really, I think I'm going to. Yes, before we run out of time, pimp yes. out all your stuff. Yeah, oh, so okay. more, yeah, go, well, I, you can tell me if I get it wrong, but I just want to, we want to thank you so much for coming and speaking to us with Morgan. You can follow her on Instagram at Morgan Lee Willette and on Twitter at Morgan underscore Willette. I remember it from our afterbus. From, from afterbus. <laughs> also, wow. please follow her fitness gram at Move Like Morgan and her podcast at QLC Girls. You can listen to Morgan's podcast, Support Your Life Crisis, on all podcast platforms. Is there anything that I'm forgetting? Bryce, you can you just follow me around? Yeah, why don't I just be? I'll just when be I your go places. I'll be your hype man. It'll be okay. fun. Okay, thanks. I would like <laughs> that. <go>. Perfect. <laughs> Well, thank you, Morgan. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you, guys. That was so fun. Oh my um, God. For all of our great. listeners, please make sure you're following us at Nobody's Pod, at Annie underscore Wilk, and at Bryce Advice. It's the exact same on TikTok. Twitter is at Nobody's The Pod. Same for personals. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. We hope you have an amazing weekend. Thank you again, Morgan. Yay! And more importantly, register to vote and have a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded in a small, crummy apartment in North Hollywood, California. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.